You didn't break it, but you get to fix it. And that's why we're here. Welcome to the ReLeader Podcast. I'm John Chasteen. We, as ReLeaders, rebuild, revive, restart, and fix broke stuff. We create cultures that are healthy and thriving, and we invite you to join our community as we all become better together. Well, hey, what's up? Welcome to the very first, listen to me, the very first Re-Leader podcast. I am so excited. Uh, I'm so honored that you're listening. I'm so honored that you're watching. Uh, I pray that this thing becomes a blessing to you. Uh, We're going to go on a journey together. We're going to learn together. Uh, we're a part of a community, and I can't wait to, uh, to to lean into that with you. If you don't know who I am, uh, let's start there. My name is John Chastain, and I'm a real leader, uh, and I'm excited to go on this journey with you. I, I'm a pastor. Um, I'm married to an amazing woman. Her name is Michelle. We've been married 23 years. I have two incredible kids. Corey is 16, and Jace is 13, and I've pastored Victory Church uh, in Oklahoma City, and we also have a campus in Grapevine. I've been the lead pastor there for nine years. Uh, I have a higher education background. I served as the president of the King's University for five years, and I am a re-leader. And if you're asking, okay, maybe you're asking right now, what is a re-leader? There are those of you who have been a part of this community leading up to this podcast launch. There are those of you, maybe somebody sent you this podcast link. You have no idea who I am and what I'm talking about. Uh, let's talk about it. What is a re-leader? This first podcast, I, I, I need to talk about this. We need to talk about what is a re-leader. I got to tell you a story to really unpack it. So it was uh, in June of 2022, and I was with my pastor, and we were hanging out, working out. We were on a little retreat together. And he says to me, hey, John, um, let's do a pastor's roundtable. Let's do, uh, let's get some pastors together and let's talk church planting and church growth. And I look at him and I'm like, hey, um, I've I've never planted a church. Like, I don't know how to do that. And I don't know that my church, my church is great. Um, we've, We've had a lot of great success, but I don't know that I could say that we've had explosive growth. And he looked back at me and he says, okay, John, um, you're called to help pastors, you're called to help leaders. So if you're not called to plant, if you're not called to, if you don't have experience in that and you're not going to help pastors do that, he looked me right in the eye and he said, what is it that you do? And in that moment, I'm a lead pastor of a multi-site church. I'm the president of a university and a seminary. And for the first moment in my life, I was about to discover what I was called to do. Um, I don't know if you've had, have ever, ever had anything kind of bubble up from your gut and it comes out of your mouth before your filtration system can capture it. And it just blurted out of my mouth. And this is what I said. I said, I fix broke stuff. I fix broke stuff. And then he looked straight back at me, like looked through me. And then he said, then you need to help leaders do that. And so I was with him for the next couple of days and we just began to talk and we began to vision cast and write on whiteboards and 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 he helped me coin something he helped me come up with a word that then defined who I am and what I'm called to do and that word is re-leader so I discovered that I have a particular set of gifts I have a particular set of skills and I'm guessing that maybe you do too if you're listening to this 
uh, you may have some of the similar skills that I have. And let's be honest, what they are, maybe you're, maybe you're a business person, maybe you're in education, maybe you're in ministry, it really doesn't matter. I'm a Christian, so many times I see them as an anointing or a gift from the Lord. I believe that you probably carry the same gift, the same anointing that I do. And it's actually something that's really, really important. And what happened for me, if you'll do the same, is I begin to look back through my life. I begin to look back through the patterns of leadership that God had put me in. Um, when God was talking to Moses and calling him to go do what he was going to be called to do, God asked Moses a question. He said, what is that in your hand? And it was a staff. And the staff was something that Moses was familiar with. Now think about it. Moses had carried the staff for who knows how long. It was a staff that he's familiar with. He used it to poke sheep, pull sheep. He, he, he helped it. He used it to uh, defend the sheep from, from wolves. He used it to uh, keep from stumbling when he walked up a hill. He used it for protection of himself. You get my point. The point is, is that something that he had had all along for decades, God was about to show him that it was for a different purpose, that the same staff that he used to keep from stumbling was going to be the same staff that he parted the Red Sea with. And God kind of took me back through this process where he says, John, what is that in your hand? And for me, I had to go back and think about all of the things that the Lord had put in my hand. Um, When I was right out of college, I got this sales job and I basically sold paper products. And so you could basically say I worked for Dunder Mifflin. Yes, I worked for Dunder Mifflin is exactly what I did. And I drove a van with no windows on it. So I was the guy driving a van that you told your kids not to get candy out of. Like I, I was driving one of those vans and I drove all over Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, um, Kansas, Missouri, selling stuff. And um, I took over a territory that was dying, depleted, uh, almost dead. And I reled it. I fixed broke stuff. Uh, from there, I went into higher education. I became a vice president at a university. And for eight years, I, I, I brought an advancement department, which is what we call fundraising, um, from, from brokenness, from disorganization into a great um, performing department. What did I do? I reled it. I reled it. I fixed broke stuff. Then I got called into the ministry. It was a surprise. I'll tell you that story someday. I didn't expect it. I became a campus pastor at the church that I now pastor. I was a campus pastor for three years. And then after three years, the founding pastor of the church was a great man, still is a great man, but he made a devastating mistake, had a moral failure. And a few months later, I found myself re-leading a church, becoming the lead pastor, stepping in on the heels of catastrophic failure, um, catastrophic trust being lost and trying to fix broke stuff. Fast forward a few years, I become the president of the King's University. The King's University in South Lake Texas is an amazing university founded by Jack Hayford. And although it had an incredible incredible legacy, incredible oversight by Gateway Church, there was just some things internally that needed to be tweaked, needed to be fixed. And I found myself yet again re-leading. But it wasn't until 2022 that I realized what God had put in my hand. And I, I, I hope that you're, even while I'm talking, even while you're listening to this, even while you're watching this, there's, there's elements of you that are saying, you know what, I can look back at the pattern in my life. And maybe for the first time ever, 
you're hearing someone articulate something that describes who you are. Um, what I found, and maybe the same was true for you, is as I looked through leadership content, as I read leadership books, there was a, a, a stark difference between the, the pages I was reading and the assignments that I was being given. Most, I'm not going to say all, but many or most leadership books focus on how to start, build, grow, uh, accelerated growth, uh, how to build teams, and it's build, 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 build. But very rarely did I ever find something that taught me how to rebuild it. Um, see if this sounds familiar to you, okay? This is what happened to me. I took over buildings that I did not build. Um, I was given policies that I did not write. I inherited core values that I did not establish. Um, I was thrown into a staff culture that I did not create. I was, um, I adopted staff that I did not hire. So I came into a situation where I'm inheriting something. I don't need to build it. I need to rebuild it. And this can be overwhelming um, to the leader. You have this process of trying to care for people where they are, yet seeing a vision for where it needs to go, and then trying to determine not the what. The what actually is pretty easy. If you're a leader, if you even are remotely gifted as a leader, the what becomes very clear very quickly. What what separates entrepreneurial leaders from re-leaders is not the what. The what is clear. Every leader can see the what. Re-leaders have to navigate how and when, and timing is everything, and how you do it is everything, and especially in the realm that I'm in and pastoring, I have to do it in a pastoral way. So these are really, really challenging waters to navigate, and in my first podcast, I wanted to introduce this, this concept, this idea, and hopefully there's parts of you that, that are leaning into this and saying, yes, I, I totally get it, John, like maybe you've already done this, you're in the middle of this, maybe you're starting this. Really what you're called to do is to turn the ship around. So you you have taken the helm of this ship, metaphorically speaking, and uh, someone was the captain before you, right? It doesn't matter what your role is. It doesn't matter if you're a president, a vice president, a custodian, uh, a teacher, um, an assistant, a CFO, it, it makes a pastor, it makes no difference, the role. The point is, is that somebody was in that seat before you and you've come in on the heels of that, trying to discover how to turn the ship around. And this ship can be very challenging. This ship, you look ahead and you see this ship heading towards something that you know is not the trajectory that this organization should take. And so as the re-leader, you have to turn the ship around. But you can't turn the ship around in a fashion that throws everyone off the ship. This is really challenging. This is, this is really hard. So um, re-leader, please hear me. You are needed. You're needed. The challenge with re-leaders is very seldom, we'll talk about this more in, in future episodes, um, the challenge of being a re-leader is most re-leaders aren't famous. <laughs> uh, entrepreneurial leaders are famous. Elon Musk is famous, right? Bill Gates is famous. Uh, Craig Rochelle is famous. Chris Hodges is famous. These are people are, who are incredible leaders that start, build, grow, fast, advanced, uh, re-leaders are those of us that come to pick up, pick up broken pieces. Let me give you an example. Um, 
you probably know who Solomon is in the Bible. Solomon was the one who rebuilt the temple. Um, it was magnificent. It was the most incredible thing ever built in the history of, of buildings in this time. And modern day estimates estimate that this temple would have cost in modern terms, in modern uh, uh, economy, anywhere between 100 and $300 million to build this. In fact, the Bible says that the nails of the temple were made of solid gold. And so these nails, if you equate that to modern day uh, funding resource uh, allocations, one nail would have cost $30,000, okay? So Solomon was an entrepreneurial leader. He was a starter, builder, grower. Here's the question for you. How many of you, and some of your pastors, so you should know this, but how many of you know who rebuilt the temple? There's a man, two men, in fact, that were called to rebuild the temple. You can read about it in Ezra, in Haggai, uh, in Zerubbabel. I mean, I'm sorry, in Zechariah. And the, the two men who rebuilt the temples were Zerubbabel and Jeshua. They were not famous. Um, they did not rebuild the temple to the magnitude that Solomon built it, but their calling was great. They were called by God to come and be re-leaders. Um, Nehemiah was a re-leader. Okay, Nehemiah had the real exciting task of picking rocks up off the ground and stacking them back up. Super important role. Why? Because the wall was going to bring protection to what mattered, the temple. Um, Nehemiah was a re-leader. Uh, Elisha, re-leader. Elijah was the first. Elisha was the second. Elisha was a re-leader. Uh, Joshua was a re-leader. Joshua did not lead the children of Israel out of Egypt all the way to the promised land. That was Moses. Joshua was the one who had to come on the heels, on the footsteps of Moses and pick up the mantle and carry it forward. And, and many of you, if you're listening to this, if you're still listening, if you're not a real leader, you probably have already turned this off. But if you're listening to this, I am striking a nerve with you because for the first time in a long time, somebody is articulating how you feel and feeling your pain. And I, I feel your pain. I, I know what it means to be a re-leader. I, 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 I've walked that journey. I'm currently walking that journey. And so really what this first, first podcast is, is like a, a pilot, you know, or a, a teaser or a trailer to a movie. Um, and what I'm inviting you to do is to go on a journey with me, um, to join a tribe, to join a community of people just like you, men and women all over the world who are trying their best to pick up the broken pieces of what is around them and put the pieces back together again. And this is something that God honors. I want you to hear me. This is something God honors. Uh, this is something that's needed. You are needed. There was a study done uh, recently um, that, that, that said that um, in 2021, there were four, let me use churches as an example. In 2021, there were 4,500 churches um I'm sorry, there were, there were 3,000 churches planted, okay, 3,000 churches planted, and there were 4,500 churches that died. I'm all for church planting. We should plant churches. We should do that. I support that. Our church supports that. We give to that. In fact, I just planted a church in Grapevine, Texas. I'm for planting churches, but we're not planting them fast enough. We have churches that are dying. We, need, we have churches that need to be re-led. In the business world, um, there are businesses that are going from the first generation to the second generation. We need to build up re-leaders that know how to take something and move it forward. Um, Isaiah chapter 58 verse 12 speaks to this directly. Okay, let me read this passage for you in Isaiah 58, 12. It says, some of you will rebuild 
the, des- the, the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as rebuilders of the walls and restorer of the homes. So it's like some of you are builders. Some of you get a vision from the Lord. You start, you build, you pour the foundation, you build it from scratch and thank God for you. Thank God for those who have gone before us, who have built. But this passage, and I'm telling you, and the and life itself tells us that there are those who are not builders at all. Uh, they're rebuilders. And so I, 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 this podcast is just the beginning. Um, there's a Substack page, a website that you can go to to become a subscriber to, to this movement, to this community. I've actually also written a book that's going to release in the coming months. The title of this book is Releader. And the subtitle is How to Fix What You Didn't Break. <laughs> All right. I want to read for you as we close here. I want to read just a blurb from my book, okay? And and I pray that this speaks to you. I pray that as a releader, you lean into this. If you're a releader and you're on the 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 cusp of quitting, um, don't quit, okay? We need you. We need you. We need releaders. And I want you to read this. I want I want you to listen to what I'm about to read here. So this is a blurb from my book. It says, "I I I would call you a leader, but you're more than that." That title, leader, is selling you short. It doesn't properly describe what you do. No offense to leaders, but you're something far greater. Hopefully you see that now. You grasp the significance and magnitude of what you're called to do. You run toward the fire when others run from the fire. You face the aftermath, the remnants of shattered trust and disillusionment. You understand the road ahead is filled with challenges and obstacles, but you embrace them with determination. You possess the gift of restoration, a remarkable ability to breathe life back into failed cultures. You bring healing, optimism, and a renewed sense of purpose to those who have been disheartened. You carefully analyze existing systems, policies, and practices, discerning which ones to preserve, modify, or discard. Your strength lies not only in your adaptability, but also in your empathy. You recognize that behind every employee, every team, there are unique stories, experiences, and aspirations. Listen to this. Releader, you have the audacity to envision a brighter future. You are not constrained by the limitations of traditional leadership roles. Instead, you redefine them, setting new standards of excellence and resilience. You forge a path for others to follow, leaving behind a legacy of transformation and progress. You are a bridge-building, vision-shouting, team-uniting, heart-mending, culture-shaping, problem-solving, purpose-igniting catalyst for change in your organization. Embrace the challenges. Please hear me. Embrace the challenges, embrace the opportunities, and never underestimate the profound impact you are making. Listen to me, listeners. You are no leader. You're a re-leader. You're a re-leader. So this is my invitation to you. I am in love with this topic. I could talk about this for days. I could write about this for pages. And that's exactly what I plan on doing. And so I'm inviting you to go on a journey with me. This is, this is, my, this is my dream. This is my vision. Yes, I'm a pastor. I love pastoring. The local church is the hope of the world. Victory Church is my primary calling. I'm so excited about that. But, but this is a calling for me, not only to be a re-leader, but now to pour into those around me who are called to be re-leaders. So if I'm describing you in any way, shape, or form, 
join this, join this, this, this journey, be a part of this community, be a part of this tribe, uh, be a part of what we're doing. Okay. So you can relead. I want, I want to, but I want to help you do it even better. You can relead your organization. Okay. If you're, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not the president or the CEO, you can relead your department. All right. Let me take it a step further. You can relead your marriage. You can relead your marriage. Um, you can relead your finances. There's, there's always an area of our life that we are called to be re-leading, all right? So here's an action step for you, okay? If you want to go on this journey with me, one, listen to this podcast. We'll be releasing them a couple of times a month, and you'll see more about that. But if you really want to stay in touch, if you really want to dig, dig deeper, what you need to do is you need to go to releader.co, releader.co, R-E-L-E-A-D-E-R.co, okay? Releader.co. There you're going to find all kinds of free resources. Okay. Just subscribe for free. Give us your email address. You're going to find articles. You're going to find community. You're going to find chat rooms where you can, you can have commu- community with, with other re-leaders all around the world. Follow the podcast. The book will release later uh, in the coming months. And there's also an, an option. If you're interested to go even deeper, there's a paid subscription. You can pay a paid subscription option to go even deeper, to get even more content. So Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening today. I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. Until then, go fix broke stuff.